This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. What's the intro song again? I don't remember. You <laughs> lost it. It's or some like that. Whatever it is, it's great. It's solid. It's solid, just like you. Wow! Thanks, Welcome man. to Go, my favorite sports team. My name is Markiplier. I do not know sports. Even after all these episodes, learning about sports, I don't know sports. Except for a few. However, my co-host Tyler is a sports expert. I do, in fact, have a master's degree in sport administration. Mm -hmm. And I've studied sport, participated in sport, and been, you know, a consumer of everything sport my entire life. Everything? Pretty much. Everything that was available to me as a child, I guess. You ate the dirt on the field? I have, in fact, eaten dirt. Drank the piss of the players? I have not done that. And you haven't consumed everything related to sports because I know that urine testing for drugs is definitely a thing. Therefore, it's a sport-related thing, and you have not consumed it. You're correct. I have not drank Point for me. Piss. Will, give me a point. If this is the distractible system, I am winning right now. <laughs> All right, then if that's the case, how many things that I've considered? How many, how many games have I watched? I'm how sorry, many I'm the judge oh. for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, no, wow. no, 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 no. We're much more sophisticated than those distractible heathens over there. Yeah. I can say that there is just a certain level of class. You know, they try to make it nice with Baltimore in the intro and all the classical music. But I know for a fact that Mark, before every episode, he strolls in completely unprepared, makes up everything on the spot, and just generally punches a child in the face every time he records. That's how he gets the energy up. Or so I've heard. The rumors say. The rumors. <laughs> no, those are the French rumors. Oh, sorry. Anyway, we're here to talk about sports and try to translate it for people that don't know sports. And even so, people that do know sports can appreciate it and get a better understanding of the world of sports today. What is happening, Tyler, in the world of sports today? Well, the world of sports today involves the NBA playoffs that are still ongoing. Yes. Oh, who's winning the contest? As of right now, I am distinctly in the lead. Yes! <laughs> What does distinctly mean? Uh, significantly. I have a uh, My teams are winning far more than your teams Give have. Give me more synonyms. 
Uh, duh, duh, duh. Sorry, I'm out of synonyms. Uh, no, you can't win until you get more synonyms. Someday you'll be able to get there. Oh, gosh. I am thoroughly trouncing you with this. My my points are gushing out of my... <laughs> <laughs> Was, will censor me. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, carrying on. What is happening with the NBA playoffs? For those of you who don't know at home, that is basketball. Indeed. Which, Tyler, you need to explain these things. Well, the NBA is the National Basketball Association. It's the professional league in the United States. Of basketball. Yes. Specifically. Specifically. And the difference between professional and the other leagues? The players are paid. Is that the only difference? I mean, the rules are different, but to be considered a professional athlete, you are paid to be an athlete. Uh. So, I mean, if you consider scholarships being paid to be an athlete, I guess that would work for college. Uh We're going to talk about college sports here in a bit. That's what this episode's going to be about. Oh, interesting. Um, But uh, right now in the NBA, the National Basketball Association, Association, the Golden State Warriors have taken a significant lead Uh in their series against the Dallas Mavericks. Hell yeah. I believe they lead the series 3-0, so if they win the next game, they sweep the Mavericks and move on in the playoffs. Glad I picked them. That's not who you picked. I think it might be. No. I don't remember who I picked, so it might be that. The Cincinnati Reds have finally started to win games, which, by the way, that is baseball we're talking about. That's okay. Major League Baseball. Are we done with basketball? No, I mean, I could talk more, but we're, it's not the focus of this episode. Oh, this is just like updating things that actually happened. Yeah. We're getting more topical? Yeah. Is that actually happening? That's what I'm trying to do right now is oh, the, cool. the Cincinnati Reds have started winning. The most unique thing that just happened this past weekend, uh-huh. Joey Votto hit his first home run of the season in his home country because they were in Toronto Ah, facing the Blue Jays. Okay. So that was really cool. That sounds pretty cool. Especially since the Reds have been sucking this entire season. They've been the worst team in the league. Literally the worst team in the league? Literally the worst team in the league. What does that mean? That means they have had the least amount of wins and the most amount of losses. Okay, I know that. (laughs) Don't treat me like I'm dumb. (laughs) How many losses? Well... How many losses did they have right now, or how many losses did they have? Yeah, when they were the worst. I think they still are the worst. Wow. Not in my opinion. I like them. How many losses, then? They have 30 losses. That doesn't seem like that many. They have 12 wins. Okay, that puts it in perspective. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not good. No. All right, fair enough. The next lowest is Kansas City with 27 losses and 14 wins. Okay, and how many games do they play in a full season? 162. <laughs> well, they got a chance to uh, catch up then. That's uh, that's going to be long road ahead. You know, you get the losses out of the way in the beginning, and that way you don't need to worry about them in the future because you already lost. It's I only do wins from there. Well, I do also believe that because of the delay with the collective bargaining agreement between players and owners, before they got to an agreement, the season was delayed, so the start was late. Mm -hmm. So I think they may have reduced the number of games. If they haven't, there's a lot more games that are tied in per day. Okay. So there's more double headers. Okay, all right. (laughs) I don't know what's going on today. So that's happening. The NHL playoffs are happening as well. NHL is hockey. Yes, National Hockey League. And right now, the Tampa Bay Lightning just swept Mm -hmm. the series against Florida and have moved on again Again. towards the Stanley Cup. If they go to the Stanley Cup finals and win it, that's three years in a row they would have won 
the NHL championship. Tampa Bay is in Florida, right? Correct. They don't have ice. Not naturally. Why are they good? They have acquired good players, and they play well as a team, and their coaches are good. Where are they from? Where are the players from? Probably all over. I imagine uh, a lot are from Canada. <laughs> I was about to make a terrible joke. I'm not gonna. Make, I'm not gonna go there. Um, but they're probably from a lot of the northern states, like um, uh-huh. where hockey is far more prevalent. Where it's cold. Yeah. yeah. I will say Ohio State has a really good hockey team, though. Northern Ohio is a uh, pretty cold. So yeah. Just so happens that the colder it gets, the better you are at hockey. Well, it just so happens that in colder regions, hockey is more accessible because you know, you know getting skates and just being able to learn to skate as a young kid, mm-hmm. whether it's on a lake or there's more ice rinks. What if someone was really good at street hockey, like with roller skates? It could skates? happen. It could happen. I mean, it's fundamentally the same, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we actually had a kid named Anthony who graduated with us. Padilla? No, not, not that Anthony. Oh, okay. Never mind. That. He didn't go to high school with us. I don't remember the people I went to high school with. <laughs> I recently had someone be like, hey, remember me? We had so many classes. I was like, total blank. Didn't remember them at all. Fair. I, I, I have an entire void in my memory of high school. I mean, most you remember of, me from like sports and different stuff. We yeah, sure. But together. most of freshman year, most of uh, sophomore year and half of junior year, I just, I couldn't tell you one thing that happened in them. Not a goddamn thing. Really? Yeah. I don't remember a single teacher's name. I don't remember who I had classes with. I remember like tiny fragments of information. I don't remember doing marching band those years. I don't remember what the routine was. I don't remember anything. Interesting. Bob talked about like having that similar thing over on Distractable. Yeah, probably because I just didn't give a shit about anything that was going on there. And also hormones raging through my body. Pretty much every day was just like (laughs) masturbation and sleep. So I was in a fugue state for so long. Anyway, what are we talking about? Well, today we're going to get into college sports, and we're talking about the uh, name, image, likeness deals that exist today. Didn't, um, we, didn't we touch on this in a previous episode? We did. Ah, we did. Okay. Um, I thought you were about to pull a bomb. It was in the here. college uh, coaching carousel. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So if people want to go back and listen to that, go listen to that now to get a brief overview about the name, image, likeness rules in the NCAA. Okay. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com 
slash sports team. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. But uh, from what I remember of the name image likeness rules, just to test my knowledge on how much I know that uh, you told me, Mm -hmm. um, if you go to college with a scholarship to play a sport, you cannot make any money off of your image. And if you do make money, you die. No. Okay. The rules used to be up until this year, Uh this past school year, was that the NCAA would have, have you sign a piece of paper that basically waived all of your rights to use your name, image, or likeness for any sort of financial benefit. Whether that's making YouTube videos or anything along those lines, the NCAA and the school that you were with had the rights to your entire name, image, and likeness to use as they saw fit for their own advertising purposes. That's what I said. So now... Athletes are allowed. Just to... <laughs> nothing. Just nothing. I'm just gonna. Just nothing. Just give me something, man. Give me something. Just a college can't. athlete looking to make money. Give me something. Man. Well, now you can. Oh shit. Um, the NCAA passed a ruling uh, after the state of California brought this topic up by making a rule that athletes could do this mm. in their state legislature. Their state legislature. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm stumbling on words today. So it forced the NCAA to consider it, and therefore they passed the name image likeness. It's it's called NIL for short, um, so that athletes could, in fact, do this. Okay. But now there's a problem. Uh-oh. So what started happening in college, as a college athlete, you're able to transfer between schools. Mm-hmm. Because, say, a coach leaves, like we talked about in the college coaching yeah, carousel. Yeah, you don't want to be trapped in a bad program. Correct. And you're not necessarily guaranteed a scholarship if you transfer, but uh-huh. people will vie for transfer students all uh-huh. the time. Okay. Well, now... Wait, let me guess what the problem is. Sure. <laughs> Go <laughs> for it. I'm ready for this. All right. So now all these kids, adults actually, young adults, mm-hmm. have the ability to make money off of their image and likeness. So... What's happening is basically like the beginning of YouTube when the MCN started to come into play and they started scooping up all these other influencers and YouTubers and they decided to get them under a blanket deal and give them a nice 70-30 split. Oh, it's so delightful. You can make money off of making videos on the internet. And just like that, the sports people are like, oh, we'll give you a delightful 70-30 split if you uh, fall under the umbrella of the MCN. And then these mega conglomerates are being formed all, all from the used body parts of all of these athletes as they get in the conglomerate they split them up 70 30 70 towards the company 30 of you remaining just enough to keep you alive so that you can perform no and then they're sold to disney for half a billion dollars wow that's what happened to like two companies like i sold the dis both of them disney half a billion why i don't know they didn't know what they were buying maker sold the disney for half a billion dollars they didn't buy a goddamn thing because maker didn't own anything did you know that i did know that is that what's happening to the sports people no okay i was a little off how close was i pretty far off because that that's uh 
it's it's similar, but it's different. Like it's similar in the financial realm, but it's uh, different in who's doing what. Okay, but what I imagine would happen in this scenario where there's suddenly all these kids that are like, I can make money. How do I make money? There's going to be companies that come in there and take advantage of that. Correct. I, I believe that was that's one of the happening. biggest. That was one of the biggest fears of the NCAA allowing this is yeah. because sports agents weren't allowed to contact student athletes until they declared for the draft. Mm -hmm. So whether they were playing football and declared for the NFL draft. I know what they're doing. They're starting OnlyFans. Am I right? No. What they can. They, they couldn't before because I said their image and likeness, even if it's their penis, it's still their image and their likeness. Even if it's not identifiable, I'm willing to bet that it still falls under the purview of legal image and likeness. But now they can start OnlyFans because OnlyFans is apparently the only way to make money on the internet. Uh, an ungodly amount of money. My hair makes money, but not an ungodly amount of Show money. Show your penis. <laughs> it start to make it. Everyone listening at home, if you want Tyler to make an OnlyFans a full nude... Tell him how much you would pay for it and entice him. <laughs> you want my... You're like soliciting my nudes I'm to the audience. I'm not soliciting your nudes. I'm saying your nudes have a value and you need to hold to the value that you believe they are worth. You but earn I... your worth, Tyler. <laughs> earn your worth. You should never sell yourself short. This is all good advice, except for a few things I said. But the majority of it, 70 per majority percentage of it is good advice. Onlyfans.com slash Tyfro. We will see if there's a penis that arrives. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I imagine some student athletes are doing that. I would sell my nudes for so long. <laughs> <laughs> You did a tasteful nudes calendar for charity. I know, right? Uh, dude, I I I have no shame. <laughs> well, you're in a committed relationship. I'm single. I don't want my nudes out there. Why that should say more away. that I should have some shame. <laughs> you have no reason to have shame. Think of how many But my mole that's on my left butt cheek. Don't give away the descriptors. <laughs> Make them pay. <laughs> No, but that's not what's happening. What's you actually don't have a mole on your left no. butt cheek? Oh, college athletes aren't making OnlyFans. Well, I bet you're wrong because I bet there are I definitely bet they are. some. I 100% bet they are, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. The problem, and the NCAA had to release a statement about, uh. was because boosters, boosters for the record are the people that donate to athletic departments of particular schools, Okay. whether they're companies or people, Okay. Which generally they're companies uh -huh. um, because most of the people that are donating are also donating through their company to help the athletic department. Because for those of you that don't know, college athletics do not make money. There are maybe four schools in the entire United States whose athletic department actually operates in the black. Everywhere else is in the red. What does in the black mean? Making a profit. Okay. In the red is losing money. How are they not making money? I know how much schools charge for games, shows, stuff like that. And they don't have to pay their athletes. The games are televised with advertising, concessions, all of this. Where people go, money flows. People go to these events. Why are they not making money? How many sports do you think an athletic department operates? You got football, baseball, Bocce ball, ball. Think about all the equipment costs, uniform costs, coaching costs, stadium operations costs of all of those sports. And they have to be men's and women's basketball is pretty popular. And each sport has a different cost base. Some require a pool. 
pools require maintenance. They require facilities. They require property taxes. Ah, uh, I see. I see. It, it's because football may be the big thing or baseball may be the big thing, but they simultaneously have to maintain Correct. all of their athletic departments at a level of quality that would be expected out of that school. And Correct. therefore, just because one would be successful in televised does not mean that it can offset the cost of all the other ones. Correct. Like which men's is where and women's only water fans can come in as a stopgap measure and fill in the void, get them in the black. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I? I you maybe you need, you you need can't to pitch. Say I'm wrong. You need to pitch this to OnlyFans for them to partner with athletic departments everywhere. Apparently, all uh, right. I don't think I get anything out of this. <laughs> but no. Um, generally speaking, certain sports generally are able to operate in the black. Mm. Men's basketball and football. Sure. Generally can make money. Sure. But even those have high costs because you're talking about a significant amount of players, a significant amount of scholarships. All of that stuff relates because the scholarships have to be paid for for paying the staff. Mm. You can't just be like, we have a school, come to our school. You have to do school stuff, but also we have to get you your equipment. We have to do all of these other things. And we all know about exorbitant college book costs, but that's a whole different story. The problem is they have to have an equal number of men's and women's sports, which is absolutely should be the case. Mm. Women should deserve as much opportunity to participate in sports as any other person. And same thing for anybody across the board when you go to a school. 100%. That's thankful to Title IX for, and we'll have an episode about Title IX where I'll talk about what that all of that is at some point. Okay. But the problem that's happening now with the name and image likeness mm -hmm. is athletes are now realizing, mm -hmm. and in a kind of greedy way if they're a popular athlete, a basketball player from the University of Miami uh, or Miami. It's Miami, Florida. Okay. He put out a statement, basically, if I don't get more money from my nil deal, I'm transferring. Publicly. Publicly. On his Instagram or something? Like he posted out like... Yeah. He, he put not... it out on like Twitter, I think. Okay, sure. Or something like that. Or made a statement in an interview or something like that. Uh, and so it got published. Uh -huh. That was one of the big things that happened. The other thing that happened is Coach Nick Saban, who's the head coach of the University of Alabama football, mm -hmm. went on and got interviewed and talked about how... They had the number two recruiting class in the nation. So that's recruiting classes bringing the getting the athletes to commit to your school coming out of high school to go to college. Okay. And he was like, Texas A&M had the number one, and they bought every single one of them. Literally saying they bought them by offering them nil deals, by off having their sponsors and boosters basically be like, hey, if you come to our school, we'll pay you this much money for your name, image, likeness to be partnered with this company. So the problem is it's now being used as an unfair advantage uh -huh. which is why the NCAA came about was because athletes in college used to just be able to switch schools by who was paying them more to begin with. Uh -huh. And that was like the origin of pay to play before the NCAA stepped in and had an actual governing body that basically made it so that you can't just switch schools by who's paying you more. Uh -huh. And so what's happening is they're realizing that boosters are now getting an advantage to be able to recruit to the school they're a fan of or the school they support. And they're cracking down on this and realizing this is a problem. So why did, uh, to be serious for a moment, don't worry, I'll get back to the dick jokes, but why did this deal coincide, like, the name image, image likeness thing, I get. If a student wanted on their own Correct. to promote that, that should be uh, allowed. But the restrictions from transferring schools with these other deals, that was previously in effect? No. What was in effect, basically... What I'm talking about is 
before the NCAA existed, when athletes could just get paid to be an athlete for a school. Ah, uh, okay. What year was that, would you think? Oh, that's way before our time. Okay, all right. That's fair enough. That's good and close enough. So the issue being now there's uh, the basically it's a free market for yeah. players and people can bid up whatever they want. Where does the line get drawn then? Because schools who don't operate in the black, which are apparently most of them, how can they justify offsetting all these other departments that they have to basically cut from to be able to afford one player? How does that entire college campus treat that one player? Well, the school <laughs> isn't the one paying. Oh, so this isn't this is basically a booster or a sponsor of one school that's like, well, if you go to this school, I'll give you a deal so that we can use your name, image, like for our product or our thing. Oh. So it's basically outside of the school and even in collaboration potentially with the coaching staff of ah. whatever sport, they're able to be like, hey, I have an in with this company. If you come to me, they'll sign you. And that's a problem. You know, what rubs me weird about that is uh, the, the idea that it wouldn't really matter what school you go to if a company is trying to get you to promote their product. Why would Oreos care where a student goes to school to sell more Oreos? Or why would uh, a, like a pizza company like care where that student went? So why why does it matter? It matters because television time. Television time? Yeah. Primetime games. University of Alabama has far more primetime games than most other colleges because they are, have won so many championships. They're more successful. So they generally get more television time in the prime marketing time, which is like um, like 7 Central or something like that. Uh-huh. So like your primetime games, the ones that get the most television, they get the college football game day train that comes to their place and they do a whole video thing and interviews uh -huh. with like fans. Like the companies care about where you go because your exposure with your association with their company makes the value of your name, image, and likeness be higher. Especially if you're an athlete and you perform well and go to one of the bigger schools, it matters. And also, they can also then, if they already sponsor or work with a school, uh -huh. they potentially have a deal where they can use even those uniforms. Uh -huh. So it's one of those things to where from a personal vendetta, some people and some companies will be like, yeah, I want you to come to my school because I want that school to be successful. Mm-hmm. And my problem with this is twofold. For one, it's it's illegal trouble uh, and violation of NCAA rules um, with regard to recruitment and being able to basically incentivize and pay athletes to have an unfair competitive advantage. Mm -hmm. If one school had a million dollars and another school had $10, who do you think is going to field the better team? Mm -hmm. That's basically the dynamic we're seeing at, but it's through third party. Mm. The other part about it is that, in my opinion, as a former college athlete, I am sickened that somebody who has any semblance of knowledge of the world, of an athlete that would blatantly come out and be like, I'm transferring if I don't get more money. Yeah. I didn't get paid at all to participate in sport. Uh -huh. I knew and I have so much knowledge about the inner workings of athletic departments and how money moves to where I understand why pay for play would be a problem, which is why the nil deal to me was a huge thing because it just gave athletes the same rights that other students have at the university. Yeah. If I was going to school just to go to school and not an athlete, I could have a YouTube channel and make money. College athletes couldn't do that. That's literally why Destroying got kicked out of um, being on the football team. Huh. So, so this guy basically, by publicly saying that, puts stuff at risk. Secondly, yeah. the competitive advantage thing makes it so that it makes college sports boring. 
Yeah. If one team's always going to win because they can literally pull all of the athletes if you want, it's ridiculous. And thirdly, it really solidifies in this whole problem that these students that are coming in aren't invested as students and care about the school that they go to yeah. if they're doing this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. They just care about the quick gain, the quick money. Yeah, and and it creates this entire side channel to the whole college process, which has been eroded over time anyway as like a valuable thing. It's supposed to be about intellectual pursuits and development of like furthering human knowledge and bullshit like that. Am I right or? But it's what it does is like creates this side economy of a college whose sole purpose is not sports. And I'm not belittling sports by saying that, but the purpose of a college is higher education. Yeah, that is the main function sports in college should be like a track for someone that is trying to reach the professional levels of course it is just another piece of the puzzle of further development of the human condition in my college times i looked at sports as a hobby in college and i was like that's what it was now as i've been talking with you i see it as just like oh it's another it's like an engineering degree but sports kind of you still have a general education but you have a specialized focus and that's what higher education is If you look at the, there's an example that you can see on the internet many times of the circle of human knowledge. It is a blank circle. When you go to elementary school, you fill in the center just a little bit. You go to high school, you fill in the center a little more. Mm. You go to college, you start to bulge one way towards an edge of that circle. You pick a direction in the 360 degrees, you go a little bit higher education, a little bit more. You get your PhD, you go right up to the edge, super needle focus, and you poke that little circle a little bit more, and you expand the knowledge of human um, knowledge. And I think if I looked at athletics and physical the physical component of the human body that is similar you try to achieve a new level of human achievement break a world record sports is a path to do something like that if there is a circle of human physical achievement professional top-tier athletes, Olympic athletes, any of these sports doers, they're pushing the boundaries of what human physical ability can do just why college. But if you have a system where these athletes are trying to be like, pay me more or I'm going to leave, it's like you never even respected the pursuit of human excellence in the first place. And it's clear that it's only about the money, which is fine. Some people can be about that. That's totally their own choice, but it does kind of make me sad about the actual purpose of what this is supposed to be. Yeah, the purpose is to give the rights back to the athletes and not to become this bidding war over what school you're going to go to. That that was the whole purpose. It was mm-hmm. so that, you know, I could go and make a YouTube channel or I could go and do this. It's so crazy because if you were in college doing sports, when I started my YouTube channel, you could not have showed up on my channel. Correct. We would not have been able to do this podcast. Correct. None of this would have been possible. And it's like that, for people that don't understand this at home, that should relate it. The first time you appeared on my channel was a charity live stream. It was Unos, right? Uh, Yeah, it was United Network for Organ Sharing. It was back in December of 2012. I had just had my first knee surgery. Exactly. Exactly. And so this was an occasion to raise money for a charity that was very close to Tyler's kidney. Uh, uh, you see what I did yeah. there? But it was very important, and he literally could not have done that. Correct. If he had still been in the athletic program. Technically... To a degree, there would be an argument to be had because I wasn't making money doing that. Oh, I was paying you. <laughs> no, I was not paying but you. But I wasn't an athlete at that time, so it doesn't yeah. matter. So, yeah, it would have raised a flag. It would have been Correct. something to be concerned about. I would have had to. So basically, for perspective, if we decided before this nil deal happened mm-hmm. to have a college athlete come on and talk with us, yeah. 
we would have to do a probably a voice distortion. Uh, distortion. Uh-huh. We would not be allowed to use their name. Uh-huh. What they do, like I, they couldn't say, "Hi, I'm uh, the quarterback for the University of Southern California." It's Schmiler Tide. Schmiler Tide. He smiles always. <laughs> No. Always smiling. We wouldn't be able to do that. That's a college athlete would get in trouble and lose eligibility for that, especially if they were paid to show up on the podcast. Yeah. And now the deal, the whole point of this was to give those rights back to those athletes that mm. every other human being on earth has. Of course. It's the American way. It was not to create the problem that it is now causing, mm-hmm. which is it, it's it's twofold. One of it is some athletes occasionally there's always a bad egg in a basket of people that think that they're above the rules and are like, I want money now. I will only play for this school if you pay me this money. The American way. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's also even more so. Uh somewhat predatory like you explained, Uh which was the biggest concern that I have had and what I expected to happen, which I haven't heard anything about. Mm. But it's the these um, boosters, these people that have exorbitant amounts of money that help fund athletic departments because they care and are passionate about the athletic department Mm -hmm. that are now using their companies and using other means to be like, hey, if you go to the school that I want you to play for, I will give you a deal and pay you money. Mm hmm. And that's completely against NCAA regulation, which is why they put out their statement saying that this is against regulation and we will be policing that. And they're going to, which also then puts athletes at risk because if they're looking into all of those and that booster happens to be somebody who gives them a nil deal, now all of a sudden they're under the the scrutiny and worried about their eligibility, even though they didn't necessarily know that they were a booster of that school and maybe didn't have an impact. And then there's coaches at other schools that are calling them out, which is what Nick Saban did. Nick Saban? Who's Nick Saban? Nick Saban is the head football coach for the University of Alabama. Right. Okay. Um, And uh, the coach from Iowa State is calling out for a different thing, saying now we need to do the one-year pause eligibility where an athlete can't transfer and immediately participate because that rule used to be in effect. Uh They used to have to sit out a year before they could play if they transferred. Okay. He's calling for that to happen because he feels like that would eliminate this problem because then those athletes couldn't come out and immediately reap the benefits. They'd have to basically sit out a year, Okay, which in a lot of cases is a year of athletic prime. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of different things that are going on right now that could absolutely destroy these rights. And if people are constantly causing problems... Mm-hmm. They're only hurting the system that's going to happen. Now, as far as I'm concerned, this is part of growing pains. Uh-huh. When you introduce something new, new things and new things that you necessarily wouldn't predict can arise. Uh-huh. This was something I fully could have predicted, uh-huh. and I'm sure the NCAA did too. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, I'm going to translate everything to non-sport speak yeah. for just a moment. So let's say, for example, you are a human. Let's baseline. Let's just get a baseline. <laughs> baseline. Out there. All right. You're a human. You previously had no identity. You had no face. You had no name. And you had no name, and you had no face. Image and likeness. Why are they? They're they're very similar. They're very similar. You had no face, and you had no face, and you had no name. You are a human with no face, no name, no face. Um, and then all of a sudden, you had a face and a name. And then there was a man in front of you with a big old bag of money that said, if you take this knife and stab all of your friends in the back and betray all of your oaths, I will give you riches untold. I will give you this. And then you do it and you stab your friends in the back and you go to another place in this wasteland you're in and you go there and then someone else who just got a face and a name and a face saw you do that and decided to yell at the birds that he wanted also to have that and then the man with the bag of money and the knife didn't allow him to stab someone in the back immediately he would stab someone in the back and then go somewhere else to stab them in the back and then some guy from Alabama said don't do that and then some guy from Ohio said, you got to wait a year before you do that. How close am I? Duh. <laughs> Duh. All right. I really tried to start it off was, that with It started good. I didn't mean for that to get <laughs> stupid. It's just I realized I had backwarded some of the important details about yeah. that. So the, the, the opening premise was pretty good. Basically saying that a b- man with a big band, a man with a big bag of money. Money would come and say, hey, leave this place where you have friends, leave this place where you're learning, stab that scholarship in the back and Uh, go somewhere else mm. because I will pay you for your face to be over here performing here. The face that you just got, I will cut it off of your face, but give you money for it. You will get a bag of money and I will own your face, Uh but you will have money and you can still play the thing that you wanted to play, but over here. Uh And so when that happened, another coach was out crying, hey, you can't do that. We do it without paying people. Uh-huh. That That's the coach from Alabama. Man from Alabama. And then the coach from Iowa was like, no, the way to fix this is to make them not be allowed to do the thing for fun that they do for that money for a year. They have to sit out uh-huh. before they can grow their name and face to where it's worth the money. Uh-huh. That's closer to... It's not perfect, but it's closer to what I was saying. All right. If, uh, if you combine those two analogies and explanations, you'll get something good. Yeah. Hopefully. So so, so it, where is this going? Like, what is the general trend? Are there more athletes that are going to be shouting out for money? Are there more people that are basically essentially probably tanking their future prospects for, like, gains now? Maybe there are athletes in college who know that they probably aren't going to make it to the professional leagues that are like, well, I got to earn something now. Right. And I, if I don't, then I will be doing OnlyFans or something like that because I, I won't 
have that professional athletic future that I want. So this is my one chance to make money. So what is happening now is the NCAA and the school's athletic departments are realizing and having to communicate to their partners, their sponsors, to not do this out of expecting that the NCAA will then revoke that athletes who who takes advantage of this or does this by getting paid to transfer, mm-hmm. revokes their eligibility and they can no longer be a college athlete. Uh, they just can't? Correct. They that's, can do that? That's literally what happened to Destroying. Who is, who is it? <laughs> Destroying is a YouTuber who was a, a kicker for University of Central Florida. Uh, he started a YouTube channel doing a lot of kicks and a lot of stuff that he was already doing. Uh, okay. And ended up going to court about this. Um, basically, the end, well, not really court. It was like a litigation with the governing body of the NCAA. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like court, but it's not. It's like a, it's different. To where he challenged this about the fact that, hey, I, I should have the right to be able to make money with my YouTube while I'm still an athlete. Mm-hmm. And they basically said, based on their governing rules, that violates the policy, the old policy that's not in effect now. Um, so your eligibility to be a student athlete is hereby revoked. You cannot participate in any NCAA-sanctioned sporting events. How about now? Is he welcome back? I think he's officially aged out of eligibility because the other thing with the NCAAs, the rules are that you have four years of eligibility that you have to use within, I think, five or six years. So once you use a year of eligibility, that's when it starts. Ah, okay. Well, that's uh, unfortunate timing then. Yeah. Um, and and I guess that's how all these things are going to happen is like once there's a rule change, there are people that get kind of screwed over at the, the last minute there. Or people that get greedy in this case. Mm, yeah. But does it mean that it shouldn't have been done? No, it should have been done. Okay. Um, because it comes down to personal rights mm-hmm. and the fact that makes you equal to your other students because somebody who wasn't an athlete could easily have a YouTube channel and make money. Mm-hmm. An athlete should be allowed to make their own YouTube channel and make money. If they make a name for themselves, they should be able to make money off of it. Uh-huh. It's just like the world in general and is if you make a name for yourself, you are allowed to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that the NCAA should be able to violate those natural like innate rights that people have yeah. to their own name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. And so the policy of overturning this to allow this mm-hmm. was huge, and it's a big deal. You know, uh, it, it may be just because I don't know the history of it, but there is certain situations, and I'm not defending this or anything like that, but there are certain situations where it isn't always just a blanket sweep. You will always have certain rights. Of course, there are some, but there are certain situations when you can waive rights and you can like, give away for an opportunity at something more, hopefully. Um, but every time you go, like, I just went hot air ballooning, and you got to waive your right. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a that's a waiver to like a legal lawsuit with regards to like any injury or something mm -hmm. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe I I don't know this. I'm not a lawyer. So I'm just speaking out of my ass and kind of like asking questions here. Um, If you do sign something that say I waive my right to my likeness, if I because, you know, there's there's like uh, appearance releases for different filming projects. I've been on every single film project as an appearance release. Um, But I'm wondering, is there any legal basis to go like you for Ever have my likeness and all encompassing things to do with that. I give it to you. The problem with that mm-hmm. is with the way the NCAA did it, and this is my personal opinion, and I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Is that it was a you have to sign this or else you can't be an athlete. Uh-huh. To that point, there's a semblance of coercion. Right. 
Mm-hmm. It has be- to be willful. Correct. Okay. Because it's like even in Division Three, which it's not televised, we're not going to get famous in Division Three unless you're crazy lucky, like Pierre Garcon, who I played against. Uh-huh. You have to still waive those rights. Okay. That's how it used to be. But it literally was like, if you don't sign this, you can't play football. Uh-huh. You can't be, play water polo. You can't swim. You can't play field hockey. You can't do any NCAA sanctioned sport. That's the way it used to be. Uh-huh. The recognition now is that, oh, yeah, there was a problem with that. Yeah. Because not only did you waive your rights to mm-hmm. be able to make money, you gave them to the NCAA to use for their own purposes. Ah, that was the other part of it. Yeah, you didn't just not able to do it. They could do whatever Correct. they wanted. Which is why like the NCAA football games existed and stuff like that. And multiple lawsuits happened after the fact. That's why NCAA EA doesn't make those anymore. Could the athletes sell individual rights on a like a per use basis to the NCAA to use their image, but the NCAA would have to pay them for that right? Nowadays, yes. Okay, so it's like an individualized thing for, like, say, this particular use, like, cover of whatever box thing, my image. Yeah. You have to pay me, though. Basically, the athletes got more control over their image and likeness. Because the other problem that was happening Mm -hmm. was in, um, I mean, you saw this at UC, uh, when Tony Pike was the quarterback there. He was a uh, really good quarterback. I personally did not see it. You didn't see it. But in in the student store, Uh the jerseys that were there were his number. Right. Which is a version version of likeness his name may not have been on it right but he represented that number and they sold that to make money uh-huh. he saw none of that money yeah now he would be able to get that contract to sell that Correct. individual piece of himself and okay. they wouldn't be able to do that without an agreement with him so let's say go back to my company scooping people up theory if there was a company that worked with the student body that allowed them to sell their likeness on an individualized scale and make like let's say singular use of their image and sell that as like a pipeline to do it. they were more of a mediary or like a like a some kind of a distribution you mean like an agency or a manager? No, I'm thinking of like an, uh, a website where they could take, let's say, a image of their likeness and upload it to the website on a per basis and charge money for it. Wouldn't that be beneficial to the student body? <laughs> Yes. And it would be, let's say, for the fans, right? And that's what sports is all about. It's about the fans. In fact, I would go as far to say it's only for the fans. Now, wouldn't you say that was a good idea? We've gone all the way from A. You have no idea when I started thinking about this, do you? You have no idea how far I've been guiding you down this path. <laughs> you re- I really don't. I but been, the real, you I saw have, it as you continued talking. Because that's when you started laughing. I'm like, sir? It was just a tilt of the head. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I've been weaving this path for like the past 10 minutes. Um, but yes, OnlyFans is the proper and ultimate solution to mediate all problems with name, image, and likeness. It is the perfect solution for all of America's ills. And capitalism will once again lead the way to glorious futures. I mean, I wouldn't say they would be the best to represent athletes, but it is something student athletes could take advantage of now that the nil deal is there and they would have their own control over it without somebody else dipping their hand into the honeypot, so to speak. And even not so to speak. And that is just a theory. A sports (laughs) theory. Thanks for listening.
Well, that was very insightful. Is there anything else to add to this story? No, the biggest thing for me is I'm, I'm a very like perspective person, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I make a decision or am I going to post something or say something, mm-hmm. more often than not, I think about what I'm going to do and how it would affect things. Right. And I would speak to the student athletes on this front. If you're thinking about your nil deal or anything like that and thinking about transferring schools and thinking that will help you make more money, realize how that hurts your fellow student athletes Mm -hmm. and how it can cause a problem with what the rights that you've just been given to potentially be, again, taken away because of the problems that are arising. Realize it's important. Yes, you need to take care of yourself and get what you feel you deserve for your name, image, and likeness in Mm -hmm. some degree, but think about the ramifications in the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I really hope the NCAA doesn't revoke these rights and that this problem doesn't continue to fester. Mm-hmm. I hope they find a way to police it. I hope they find a way to not just punish the athlete because that's my biggest fear. Uh-huh. It's easy for them to punish the athlete. They need to be able to get some sort of punishment to the people that are violating the policy as well uh-huh. because those are the people that are, they have the money. Taking an athlete away, like that's the part that's scary because it's almost, it's it's predatory. Yeah. And so I just hope this gets looked into and they're able to resolve it. I hope the name image likeness continues to be something that athletes can use. And um, I truly see a way forward with this as more and more rights get given back to athletes to make them be student athletes. Because sports not only gives to just the athletes that participate in, think about all of the stuff we talked about with sports nutrition and how Stanford has an entire department, how we understand bodily nutrition better. Mm. Same thing with kinesiology, physiology, biology, everything within schools and universities. Athletes and understanding and watching them as they develop is a part of that. Athletic training programs. There's so much more intricate and why sport is so important to the education system, especially at the university level, that people don't realize. And even to the point of understanding time management, work ethic, and teamwork. Mm beautifully said. I zoned out there towards the end of it. I'm not lying. I actually did. Uh, It's late in the day and I got tired, but Will play it back for me so I can listen. (laughs) Ah, good. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Uh, Actually, insert those at appropriate times during Tyler's powerful speech, whatever it was he made. I'm so sorry. I actually did. No, you're totally fine. I was thinking about selling merch. Uh, (laughs) That's fine. So we got Go My Favorite Sports Team merch coming at you hot and fast right now. Now? I mean, as soon as we approve stuff, I'm sure we can get it going. Now you can go to gmfstpodcast.com. It's just gmfst.com. gmfst.com. We got the domain, baby. We got it. Where you can find all your favorite Go My Favorite Sports Team merchandise. And hey, in the future, we're going to have a sweet deal for you. I don't know what the deal is. We'll we'll come up with a name. We'll come up with a sweet name for the deal. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You are help making this uh, podcast uh, remain the number one sports podcast on Spotify or on the Internet. Yes. Download, follow, uh, do all the things to support it. Share it with a friend. Yeah. And listen to it elegantly. In the past, we've had an elegant listener contest over on the GMFST subreddit. The winner received a glorious trophy that was probably very cool. I don't really know what it was, to be perfectly honest, but they got it and we gave it to them because they were incredibly elegant. And if you want to be an elegant listener, why don't you take a picture of yourself listening elegantly, take inspiration from the previous posters, and then make your own picture of you listening incredibly elegantly. You will be suave. You will be beautiful. You will be elegant. Use hashtag GMFST.
Well, the subreddit doesn't. You know, they don't use hashtags. Well, if you post on socials, why would they do that? I'm not looking at social. Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, I mean, they can. I mean, I, I mean, won't boosting stop on them. social would be a good thing if it became trending or something. But the subreddit's a nice aggregator. It's not like if it becomes trending, so what? No one ever looks at the other trending things that's happening. They always look at it and be like, "Whoa, the fuck is this trending? What's this bullshit?" But if it's a subreddit, we can grow it as a community. We can bond together, and then we can march on Distractable, and we can destroy them for the heinous villains that they are. Go sports. Go sports.